Looking at money as a physical form of energy and understanding what it actually is. Money is just energy. And as long as you've got energy in your body, you've got a way to make money. And switching from a real scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset, it's like, actually, I can make a lot of this and it's not a bad thing if I do. Managing money as a young person can be extremely difficult. It's not something that they teach you in school. I know I wasn't very good at managing money when I was young. However, it is possible and with some simple steps and some simple processes in place, you can get really good at managing your money when you're young to be able to save for a property or to invest or to set up your life. Today I have with me Najan Taylor, who is one of my best friends in the whole world, but also an extremely successful young person. I've seen you go from, you know, basically having no money at all. And then, so stressed out. <laughs> so stressed out on money and then even earning just small amounts to be able to build up savings, build up a buffer fund, build up your life to the point now, a couple of years later, where you're a successful DJ, you're running Meditate and Levitate, you've got a lot of things going on in your life and more money coming in than you used to, and you're still better at managing money than me. <laughs> so I'm excited to share today some of the things that you do in your life that people can take away and maybe apply to their lives. Whether you're young, this will help you, but even if you're older, you can take a lot from this as well. So thanks for finally coming on. That's it's all been right. a few years, but we got there. So what are some of the things that you implemented in your life to get you from that point where you were really stressed out to feeling like you have control over your money? Yeah, so I was really fortunate. Um, I have a lot of mentors and friends that are in the business game and entrepreneurs. And so I went to a Master Your Money seminar I guess when I was really young and there's just like it's a really simple tactic that I started implementing and I found that it didn't actually matter how much money I made it just gave me that head start in like very slowly building stability for myself so the biggest thing that I took away from that was um, the four bank accounts like how to actually physically manage your money so well, that's it. Most people just have one bank account. So money Everything. comes in and, and money goes, goes out. out. And then most people aren't necessarily tracking that. They just kind of do the blind like tap and just hope it goes through. Yeah. Especially if, you know, as a younger person, you've gone out on the weekend. You're not sure how much you've spent. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I really feel for, um, feel for people on that one. That's why being a DJ is great. Just do that. You'll save hundreds of dollars. Free drinks. Every weekend. Yeah. Uh, so what are these four bank accounts and how do you allocate money across them? Yep, so I have... It sounds like a lot. <laughs> it's easy. Look, I'm a bit OCD, so... Shh. <laughs> he knows. Um, so I like managing it myself, but you can set it up. I know that I think maybe NAB, um, and there's a lot of banks that will let you do this automatically so you don't have to be going onto your bank account and like manually doing this every single week. The, you kind of work out how much money you spend on a weekly basis, what your bills are, and then that money can just automatically be deducted and put into each different account. So, so explain the accounts and what each account is for. Yep, so I've got weekly expenses, which is exactly how it sounds. I just figured out rent, food, phone bills, like um, pretty much take a look at your bank accounts 
see what you've spent on a weekly basis for the past like few months average it out it should like you'll find the stuff that you're spending money on every single week um and especially for me uh like i like to do it manually because i'm a dj my um income will fluctuate on a weekly basis so if you're someone in that kind of situation these tactics will work really well for you as well um so yeah weekly expenses exactly how it sounds and then 10 percent save so no more no less 10 percent so if you're earning 200 a week it's 20 bucks into a 10 percent save account now this is for investments only so like gold bitcoin a home like this is just an account to grow make your money work for you like so long-term investments yeah long-term yep. investments it doesn't matter if you're making like $20 a week you put 20 cents in and if you do $2. yeah two, <laughs> that $2 um, <laughs> look I'm good at money not math okay <laughs> um, but yeah so 10% save and then the fun one which you will be a lot more excited about is 10% play which that is your fun account that's what you blow on the weekend that's what you just do whatever the heck you want with that money and just giving yourself that kind of leeway it then prevents you from just having a blowout at some stage and spending ridiculous amounts of money on shit you don't need um, and then the rest is general savings so for example a car or I've just spent like I just dropped about seven grand on like sound equipment that all came from my general savings account what percentage do you put into general savings everything that's left okay. so you've got Weekly. That's up to you how much you put in or whether you've got any left at the end of the week. Yeah, yeah. So you've got weekly expenses is obviously your most important because that's shit you need. And then 10% save, 10% play and general expenses is whatever's left. So you can do with that as you wish. You can save money, you can spend. It's That's it's totally up to you. Yeah. So managing, I guess, having those multiple bank accounts, that's similar to what I do but I do have it automated. So it's like every week, a certain amount of money will go across to my weekly spending. And then I separate out the regular bills like rent, phone bills, stuff like that, stuff that's consistent. So my weekly living is just a discretionary budget. Yeah. So I can just spend that on groceries or entertainment or traveling in the van or whatever it might be. I've got a set amount of money that week. So I kind of have a similar process to you. I just really find that doing it all from one account it's just way too hard because it's just, I don't know, everything comes out, you end up- It's really hard to manage the money and understand if you're using your money well or not yeah. when it's all from one bank account. Yeah. And you can set up online savings accounts as well. So you can have one bank account that actually has a card attached to it that you can spend. And then you have online savings accounts that you move over your fund money and your investment money yeah, and stuff that's what I do. into. And then I like the percentages as well because then if your income grows, then your savings grow or if your income declines you can still keep that habit of saving and you exactly. might not be saving as much but it's achievable as well yeah. and then you just focus on living your life on what's left over exactly and it's not like a okay i have to put 200 dollars into that account it's like no it's whatever percentage you've made that week which from someone that's as ryan knows has zero stability <laughs> in their life like i went from promo work which is one of the least stable jobs you can do to being a dj like 
my income fluctuates so much. So yeah, especially just especially during COVID when everything was shut down. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. But yeah, so just having like a percentage is so much more achievable. And then it it just gives you a little bit more momentum as well and kind of gives you a bit more confidence in yourself. So so I guess that's the how-to of how you manage your money, but what is it that makes you different from every other 22-year-old out there who is spending all their money or going into debt or you know getting car loans to buy their cars? Like, how do you look at money differently at your age <laughs> that, um, compared to other people? I'm just curious because you just do it so differently. <laughs> I guess there's a few different there's a few different things like my view on money. I used to be, as you know, incredibly stressed, um, and I just I never seemed to have enough of it. And I guess just looking at money as a physical form of energy and understanding what it actually is like, money is not everything. Like money is just energy. And as long as you've got energy in your body, you've got a way to make money. Like, it can be made, yeah. <laughs> essentially is what I'm saying. And so I used to have all of this stress about it, and it's like, it's really unnecessary. Um, so just kind of identifying money for what it is and switching from a real scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. It's like, actually, I can make a lot of this, and it's not a bad thing if I do. Um, and I guess that's been a whole other journey for me um personally in doubling my rates as a dj and actually valuing yourself um so there's that side of things and then also looking at what i actually spend my money on um so i used to kind of just like blow it on i don't know dumb shit like just without clothes yeah, eating out alcohol cool. yeah you see something cool i think oh i used to spend a lot of money eating out um so I think just becoming really conscious of where the money is going. I did an exercise, I learned about joyful spending and I did a really cool exercise that was, it's like a food diary, but for your dollars. So I was noting down every time I spent money and little things like coffee, like, oh my gosh, the amount of money that I spent on coffee was ridiculous. So I bought an AeroPress and started making coffee myself. So. I think once you become incredibly aware of where the money's going, you can kind of make trade-offs. It's like, all right, I'll eat out on that night and then I'll make put in more effort to cook meals at home. Or, okay, I really like my barista coffee, so I'll get one every few days. A lot of the time it's more out of habit than actual joy. So I would write down not just where I was spending my money, but how it made me feel. And if the money being spent wasn't actually bringing me something joyful then I was like oh and again going back to the energy exchange it's like okay let's say that you have an average promo job right and you make $25 an hour so I'd go to the shops I'd see a jumper and it was $75 and I was like okay let's look at this in terms of energy is this jumper worth three hours of my life and if I really love the jumper hell yeah it is I'm gonna buy it so just kind of looking at like how you value yourself the value of the job that you have, how much energy you're getting. Like sometimes you can have two jobs, they both pay $25, but one gives you heaps of energy and you love what you're doing and then you can 
go and still spend time with your friends and you can and you're going to have a much more worthwhile life whereas if you have another job that pays you $25 an hour but it's draining all Just your energy sucks your soul. then you're probably not getting the value that you're actually worth so i think well, that's it i was it yeah like i was that. listening to a book on the way up here and they were talking about i can't remember who it was but he was working in a job that he didn't like earning good money and it was just like crushing his soul. And he was saying that being in that job, he would spend money to make himself happy. That's and it. then he found his passion, which I think was working with autistic children. And so dropped down to a teacher's wage of like 40 or 50,000. This was in America. And him and his family lived a really frugal life. But they were saying because he had so much joy in his work, he didn't need the material things. I was saying it's a lot easier to come home and sit on a secondhand sofa when you know, you've know you had a great day doing things that you absolutely love. Well, that's exactly it. And so just kind of, like I feel like society has this really, it's like money's put up on this amazing pedestal. Like it's, you want enough to be able to get the things you need. But after that, it's like, you're allowed to get joy from other things. So looking at money just as energy and it's like, is that energy that you're giving away what you're getting back in return? Like, is that $5 you're giving for a coffee, giving you $5 worth of energy back? I like the look that you have on joy and actually bringing that into the equation. Cause I've never done that in my life to say, okay, this is the money I'm spending. How much joy does it bring me? I've definitely done the money management and looked at, okay, how much am I spending on certain amounts? But I never said, okay, which of these things bring me joy and which doesn't. I'm sure if I looked at it now, there's a lot of things in my life that I'm spending money on that don't bring me joy, that I could reallocate to something that brings me or my kids or my friends or more joy in our lives. And it's going to make your entire life more abundant by doing that. So I think, yeah, just having a, a much more holistic view and just kind of incorporating money is this really beautiful tool that you can use in your life, but not forcing yourself to do shit you hate for it because it is just it's a physical form of energy like money just gets you things essentially yeah. like it allows you to go places it allows you to do all these things but it's like it is just energy like you're trading your energy to get back something that's physical energy that you can then use to buy other things like that other it's, people have put energy into. Yeah. You say energy, I have the same, I guess, concept, but I would say value. It's like, okay, value system. If, if I create value, then I receive value in the form of money or cash, and then I can then pass on that value or exchange that value for something else that I value. So it's a full value exchange. So yeah. when I realized that, it really opened up my mindset to rather than being, I'm working for X dollars an hour, to start looking at life and saying, okay, where are there opportunities where I can add value to the world? And then where are there opportunities where that value can give me money in return, like cash in return? And when you start to do that, you, I don't know, things start to really open up. And I know that happened for you as a DJ when you changed your rates. You're like, okay, what do I offer? You know, you can sing, you can dance, you can DJ, you know, you're attractive young woman so you're like okay I'm the full package here <laughs> I offer a lot of value to you know someone putting on a function or a party it's like I can actually charge for that value that someone else didn't necessarily offer well and that's the other thing when I'm getting back that much energy in return I'm going to be giving like I doubled my rate I also gave double the energy because I was like 
And actually... You also supplied equipment yeah. and organized a whole bunch of stuff as well. Yeah. And now I've actually come to a point where I've... Like, I was earning... I did some gigs where I was earning big, big dollars. Like, it was not bad. <laughs> For one night's work, <laughs> it was like, yeah. Not what bad. other people might make in a week or two. Like, yeah. So... <laughs> some people in a month, maybe. So I kind of... <laughs> I actually even got to a point where I was doing one of those gigs and I just found that it I was I was in a place in my life where I was in amazing creative flow. I was so in alignment, like everything just synchronicities were happening here, there and everywhere. Like everything in my life was just flowing and it was incredible. And then I went um I went to one of these gigs and I just got ripped out of that and I it was like a punch in the face and I was like, wow, these gigs are actually so out of alignment. Like it was just a really false, shallow kind of environment. I was around, like the energy was completely off and it took so much out of me. Like they're long hours and I just, it took me like a week to get my energy back and I went. Plus you're a grandma and want to go to bed early. <laughs> yeah, that too. And I just, after that, I was like, okay, that's a lot of money up front, but how much energy has that taken from me? And it was almost a week's worth, and I went, I'm not going to do those gigs anymore. And so now I'm working on Meditate Levitate, my own events, and they're slightly less money for the one event, but it's also two hours, not seven, and it's filling me up so that I have more energy to work on my channel and more energy, and I'm motivated. So, yeah, I think just having a really holistic view um will help with how you spend your money and give it out yeah and i think something that's really admirable about what you've done and what i've seen over the last few years is that when money was really bad and you didn't have a lot you implemented these things and that got you out of some really bad situations even when you were you know doing nannying jobs or just doing what you needed to do to pay the bills which i know is a situation a lot of people are in and a lot of young people are in it's just you, know, you need to pay the bills and do what you need to do. You did that. And then as I guess you grew your brand and as you grew your career, you still continued to do that. And then even now, like I guess stepping back from the larger paychecks to pursue meditate and levitate, to pursue your events and to work on all of this sort of stuff. It's like you're still doing the same stuff now. Even as money goes up and down in life, you've got these really healthy habits in place that well, I'm, those... I'm definitely... Over the last couple of years, they're habits that I've had to build up to get myself out of debt. And it's like, okay, I need to keep this going in my life. If things are good, if things are bad, keep these same habits. And those systems allow you to do things like that. Like I now have the freedom where I can comfortably step back from the super high paying jobs and give myself time to rebuild these new events because I've been doing that for so long and my money's a lot more stable it's like because you've been putting I've money you've been putting money into your savings account your general savings and your fund and you're investing so you're like okay I've actually got room to make a decision here where I can step back from work yeah, exactly. which if you never save and you never do that you can't make that decision sometimes that can I guess tunnel vision your life yeah at a really young age and to say oh my gosh I've got this car loan that I need to pay for, my rent's too high. That's I've something got to stay I in this never job. spend money that I haven't got. Because that's like spending future you energy. I'm like, I don't want to do that. That's, well, that's not it. a vibe. I've been spending the last two years catching up from past Ryan's mistakes. And that's just, that's instantly draining your energy. When 
Like think about debt as like you're taking energy away from yourself, essentially. From your future self. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I'm not here for that. I've never been in debt. Like it's just I'm very much use the energy that you have now. Otherwise, work your ass off to get it. Yeah. So if you do want a car or if you do want a new drone or if you want anything, yeah. then actually work for it, save for it, look for ways Absolutely. that you can add more energy or more value to the world and get paid more in back so that you can have that sort of stuff. I'm yeah. the same, like no more debt for me, unless it's a productive asset, like a property that's giving me positive cash flow and building towards my future. It's like no more debt. <laughs> I'm so done with the debt. Yeah. So I think that's good. I think there's a lot of things that people can take away from that and apply to their lives. Barefoot Investor is a great place to start, which talks about, I guess, you haven't even read that, have you? But that's very much the similar money management thing. It's like one bank account for this, put percentages into different bank accounts. So if you want more of the how-to, I did do a video on how Barefoot Investor recommends doing bank accounts. So I'll link up to that down below. And then, yeah. Another thing I do now is I've got, I've added a 10%, which I've chosen earth conservation. Um, but I do find that just having like 10% of your income that goes somewhere that is really important to you and it just like it fills me up on a selfish level because I like I feel good about it it motivates me to work really hard like sometimes I will take on a gig even if it's going to drain my energy because I'm like I was sponsoring this <laughs> chimp and I was like I need I need another year's worth of rehab for Anzac so I'm gonna do the gig but it's also like it just makes you feel good as a human being and I think it's just a really nice thing to do like we are all essentially here like you get money from exactly giving value to people so it's just this other really nice little way that you can give extra value back and i always find that that comes back twofold yeah so something yeah. else i like well thanks for sharing your story and for sharing Pleasure. your tips finally we did it i know i will link up as well to najan's youtube channel meditate and levitate down below if you want to check out her stuff and the sort of things that she does Please so yeah absolutely go out there manage your money well because it definitely if you get in a bad spot i feel like it leads to a worse life and you have less decisions and if you do it well it leads to a better life with more decisions where you can pursue your dreams and your goals so thanks so much for tuning in and until next time stay positive